Hello, hello. This is Tracy Harrell, and welcome to Bigger Than Me. Each week, we focus on how to achieve your definition of success and happiness. On Bigger Than Me, we bring together a combination of ageless wisdom, the latest research, and engaging interviews with amazing people who are sharing their stories to help each of us achieve our full potential. Your journey to transformation begins right now. Let's do this. All right, let's do this. This is Tracy Harrell, and it is so much bigger than me today. I have two guests who are absolutely amazing. We have Karima, the Rainmaker Stewart, <laughs> who is absolutely phenomenal. Today, we're going to actually get a little bit of everything she has to offer. We're going to talk about Financial Awareness Month, which is super exciting. We're also going to, this is poetry. This is this is the month that focuses on, what is it called, Karima? It's called Poetry Month. Mm-hmm. It's called Poetry Month. It's Financial Literacy Month and Poetry Month at the same time. So this is this is like all that you are, all that you bring <laughs> to the table. This is phenomenal. So you're going to do some spoken word today. We're going to talk mm-hmm. about financial awareness, but we're also going to talk about how do we live our best lives? And when I was talking to you about living our best life and how do people, you know, how do we transform? You mentioned someone that we both know, Mr. Devin Stubbenfield. Devin. I would love for you to tell us, I know you're a financial coach, you're a financial literacy educator, but you said this is your mission. This is your vision. This is what you do. This is your calling. Tell us about that. Tell us who you are and how you help others to achieve their dreams. Well, first of all, I want to say, well, thank you for having me on. And it's just uh, amazing to be here today. And, you know, it's really about you know, everyone has something that they are just gifted to do. And this just happens to be my my particular area of expertise. And it um, started out years ago um, when I was um, actually um, in my teen years. You know, I got fascinated by, um, you know, finances and money, how it works and everything. And so I just started to learn all I could about it. And I ended up <laughs> going to work for a bank you know, right after high school. So kind of just kind of fell into place. But, you know, it's really about, uh, for me, you know, it's about helping people and helping people to to see how to take actions that are in their own best financial interests, you know, and that's not intuitive. Um, I think most people think that they know what they want, but sometimes people end up making choices based on circumstances. And that tends to be the thing that kind of derails some people financially and some people never regain their their traction um and so what part of what i like to do as a financial educator is to help people to understand some of the practical things that are out there that they can do in addition to some of the mental and spiritual things as well because it's all tied in together and so uh, so that's kind of yes yes and that's so that's kind of how i approach you know being a financial coach and a financial literacy educator I love that. And you know, what we normally do with this show, we talk about our very simple mission. We use technology, community, and positive psychology, we say, to help good people do great things. We tell stories, we share wisdom, we elevate expectations, and you're 
all about elevating expectations. And right now during this, this time that we are all living in, this, this very different pandemic experience, you know, we all have a choice. And so today we're gonna really help people think about how to live their best life despite the circumstances. We're gonna talk about how do you overcome? How do you step into your best life right now? Yeah, very so, very yeah, okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> you know, that's an interesting question because a lot of people right now um, are experiencing trauma, right? We, we're all experiencing trauma simultaneously right. because of the pandemic. And, you know, the thought process is, well, how can a person still, you know, be intentional about, you know, their, their goals or intentional about the certain other things that they want to do when things are not quite going as expected, right. you know? And so my point of view on that is, Tracy, as long as people have breath in them, mm. you know, they can choose to accept circumstances the way they are, or they can choose how to respond. Now, now, if I myself, if I basically stop pursuing my goals or my ministry, you know, that's me making a choice. I could right. let circumstances drive me to no action, okay? Or I can make a different choice. I can separate myself from the circumstances and still allow the things that drive me internally to give me the motivation to move forward. Mm, now I can I tap that. into that. And as I long as I, I do that, I can stay up and I can rise up and then we still win. And so I, that's, I love that. that's what I'd like to share with that. Yes. I, I love that. So it looks like we lost Karima's image. So I want to make sure we get it back. There she is. So Miss Karima, what I love about you is you, you, are, are an expert when it comes to sharing spoken word. And Devin, I asked you specifically, I said, please tell me when you're struggling, I was like, what poem, is there some spoken word? Is there some song? Like what, you know, what, what poem would you recommend that would help others get to the next level? Is there some overcoming message? And it was interesting that both of you mentioned the same poem. So what was that poem that you suggested? And then we're going to have Miss Karima do a rendition of that for us. Well, for me, you know, it's, uh, I've got to point you back to the Bible first. Okay. That, that's first and foremost, that's, that's where my inspiration comes from, right? greater is he that is in me than he that's in the world, right? And so, or the circumstances that are in the world. But, you know, it's really about, you know, us tapping into the things that keep us moving forward. And I remember when I was younger in college, you know, we had a poem that we learned back then, and that was a very different time in my life, but it was the Invictus poem. Um, and so that, that poem, and that's been around for years, you know, but that was something back then um, that I, I really, we kind of, you know, went through that and we kind of thought about that and the message it, it gave. And I really do believe that there are some good elements to it that really can inspire people to go for it now. Mm -hmm. And when we spoke, you mentioned the poem Invictus. You said that there was some empowering elements that are just take you to the next level, to help you get to that next level. And I see Karima smiling. Karima, the Rainmaker Stewart. You've been on the show before, but I don't want to miss out on giving you the opportunity to tell people who you are. And, and when, we, when we last connected, what I loved about you is I asked you a question. I asked you about identifying your greatest investment. What advice would you provide to others? 
uh, as relates to to their investment. And you had a bit of a personal mantra. Can you tell us a little bit about who you are and what was that personal mantra? Absolutely. So um, thank you for having me on the show again, Tracy. Really appreciate that. It's always a pleasure to be in your presence, virtually, of course. <laughs> keep your germs, hashtag keep your germs. Uh, <laughs> and um, uh, so just, yeah, just grateful to be here and to be able to contribute in the way that you um, create space for all of us to contribute today. Um, hello, everyone. My name is Karima Rainmaker-Stewart, and I am a abundance, wealth, and empowerment coach, and I help ambitious women to remember who they are, step more fully into their power, and create infinite wealth. And um, one of the things that we have talked about um, when you asked me about, you know, kind of my mindset and my perception, especially during this time, and I had mentioned that my greatest real estate investment is the knowledge in my mind, the wisdom in my heart, and the application of both because they're always paying dividends. And where that comes from is really, I mean, it came from me, but through me, um, because I really believe that as long as we continue to invest and take stock and take inventory and buy up investments in the spiritual economy, that we are infinitely wealthy. So you can take the car, you can take the house, you can take the 401k because my wisdom and my, my mindset and my heart and my knowledge are going to actually it's all going to come back around. And so it's really just about encouraging people that if you have your mind, if you've got right mind, and we've seen people who have not been in their right mind, right? And it is a blessing to be in your right mind and to be in the right heart set, the right mindset, so that you can create continuous wealth in every area of your life. And so, yeah, so sometimes we get attached to and, I, and I'm, I'm not even knocking the reality of what's happening right now. I am totally in it with everybody else. And because I've built up stock and I've invested and I've sowed seed in my spiritual economy, I'm able to hold on to myself as I <laughs> do this, as we exactly. rock and back and forth. So, I love that. I yeah. love that. So Nathan, I'm going to ask you to go into what I'm going to call speaker view into Zoom's uh, speaker view, uh, because I'm going to ask Miss um, Karima to share the poem that Devin initially said was one of his favorites, Invictus, by William Ernest Henley. Um, I'm going to just give you the the spotlight. So Devin, I mean uh, Nathan, if you can put it on speaker view and Karima. It's all yeah. yours. Invictus. Invictus. Yes. This is one of um, my grandmother's favorite poems as well. She used to um, quote the last two lines of this poem to us all the time. So um, it doesn't surprise me that Devin and I are aligned on this. <laughs> so Invictus. Out of the night that covers me, black as the pit from pole to pole, I thank whatever God may be for my unconquerable soul. In the fell clutch of circumstance, I have not winced nor cried aloud. Under the bludgeonings of chance, my head is bloody, but unbowed. Beyond this place of wrath and tears looms but the horror of the shade. And yet the menace of the years finds and shall find me unafraid. It matters not how straight the gate, how charged with punishments the scroll. 
I am the master of my fate. I am the captain of my soul. All right okay. now. <laughs> I am the master of my fate. I am the captain of my soul. That's right. Come on now. I love that. I love that. And I think we've all, we all, you know, we heard these poems, as you mentioned, Devin, we've heard certain levels of types of poetry when we were in school, right? And because we hadn't been through, most of us hadn't been through any major life trauma, you know, as, as youth, right? These poems may not have meant as much as they really can, can reconnect with us now. I mean, he's talking about choices, like we get to decide no matter how dark the circumstance, which a lot of us may be going through some dark circumstances. Mm -hmm. I mean, we all are going through a, a pandemic for heaven's sake. So this is darker mm -hmm. than we've ever seen it worldwide. But I am the master of my fate. I am the captain of my soul. Devin, I see you 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 nodding your head there. Tell tell us about this. I, I heard you share, you know, how important it is to look beyond your circumstances. Yeah, well, you know, I'm just gonna quote a scripture. The Bible tells us specifically that a weapon formed against me shall prosper. And so that is really a very, very incredible mindset to have that no matter what the circumstances are, if I continue to stand up, to rise up, continue to go forth, to fight, to continue to, to, to keep my focus on what I'm trying to accomplish, then guess what? I can win. And that's, that's the attitude. So that's really what this is about. It's about making a personal decision to still go forth, no matter what is going on, no matter what's happening or who's happening. It's really about me individually to continue to take those steps. And so I would say right now, people are making choices every day right now. You know, we, were, we heard on the, the news that, you know, the record amount of people that are filing for unemployment claims right now, the record number of businesses that are actually applying for the COVID relief funds and all the things that are out there. And I and I gotta say, you know, I'm glad that there is help out there, you know, tangible help. But you know what? I, I want people to really think about tapping into some of that emotional bank account, some of that spiritual reserve, some of the those things that really um are might be intangible on the surface, but I tell you what it will totally connect with a person's motivation and ultimately their inspiration. And that's what I believe is gonna help all of us to get through this because money is just simply math, right? It, it's pluses and minuses. And, and, and I know I'm simplifying that, but here's the thing. It's really about the mindset that we have when we work with the math. And if my mindset says that, you know, my glass is half full, even though it might look empty, right? And it's, it's, it's how I begin to respond to my circumstances based on how I'm thinking. And so that's really, even that poem, that, that's what it was about. It's about really just standing firm, standing true to what you believe and moving forth that, that I can become unconquerable, you know, if I set my mind in that way. Mm -hmm. I love that. I love that. That's, that's beautiful. Karima, what, what did that mean to you? You read that poem with such... Emphasis, such meaning. What does it mean to you to overcome, to make choices? Well, it kind of goes back to you know what Devin was saying. It's like when you know who you are, and you know whose you are, and you you're unconquerable. 
yeah, you have, you know, the human experience of, of anxiety and, you know, sadness or, you know, but then when you come back and remember, or you say a prayer or you go for a walk and you reconnect with, with God and um, then you start to remember like, oh, why, why am I, why am I, you know, allowing the circumstances of this earthly plane to mm. impact what I know about the spirit realm, right? And the God that I serve, right? And so um, I thought it was very powerful, um, you know, Devin, when you're talking about, you know, the math is, you know, money is math, right? And finances is math, it's plus and minuses, right? And that is our, that's our practical economy. That's the, that's how we deal with the day-to-day stuff, right? But if we've been storing up our treasures um, in the spiritual economy, right? Because I don't know about y'all, but my God deals in multiplication, okay? <laughs> so, right? And so when when that. you've got the pluses and minuses on this earthly plane, but you're dealing with God in heaven, who's 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 a, who's a master of multiplication, those pluses and minuses start to, you know, they start Absolutely. to multiply and grow, and yeah. you're abundant on all planes, not just the just. The I love plane. that. I love so, that. So um, you're unconquerable. I love that. So Nathan, I'm not sure, just FYI, we have someone in the studio who's helping us with our videos. I'm seeing one thing on the screen different than what I'm seeing here on the monitor. So as my people are giving their, pouring out their hearts and their love, what speaker view with me so we can just zero in on their faces. I'm not seeing that on the, on the, my tablet, just FYI. Because that was beautiful. I'm going to ask you to do another poem. <laughs> and, and, and Devin, as you were speaking, again, mm-hmm. I didn't see, I could see a close up on with you there, but I see all four of us here. So I don't know, Nathan, work it, work it, work it, work it in the studio for me. Um, <laughs> so two things. When you have two financial planners talking about not just the dollars, you're talking about where real value comes you're both that that's what made me so fascinated about doing this show today because i'm like it it's it's resurrection sunday it's easter sunday right rise up rise up hello and then devon you talked about your ministry is helping people with financial matters but also spiritual matters as well so to have all of you to have each of you actually on the show financial experts really asking people during this very precarious time to focus on things that are bigger bigger than us. I love that. And I think, you know, we can say those words, but what I'd like to do is really talk a little bit more about how do we do that, right? How do we turn the the, the beauty of a poem like Invictus, where he says, I am the master of my fate. I am the captain of my soul. How do we turn a poem like that into reality, right? We talked about, uh, you know, choosing, making choices to, to live our best life. But if you're, you know, concerned about paying your rent, right? We need to provide people, this show is all about providing people with practical steps on what they can do. And both of you, Devin, I know you specifically, when we were talking, I asked you this question. We'll come back to you, Kareem, as well. I'm gonna have you do your other, your next other favorite poem, and then we'll have you do some of your originals. Um, but Devin, when you and I were talking and I said, well, that's, I love it, right? You talked about this concept of being intentional when things aren't easy. We just talked about what to do and how to do it. And I asked you, what do you do? What do you do? What specific things do you do? How would you tell someone to, you know, it's different. You can know a thing and not do a thing. So let's talk about how do you really, how, what advice would you tell people on how to transform their thinking, how to put their mindset in a positive place if their physical circumstances aren't there? 
You know, that's a great question. And I would say that, first of all, you got to be still. You have to take some time just to just stop. Okay, mm. just stop and allow yourself to think. And, you know, we can even take it even further than that. You know, we can say, well, if I'm going to put myself in the space to start thinking about my financial circumstances, but yeah, well, let's put that over here and let's step back even further and say, now let me think about what I'm thinking about. So what I'm suggesting is that people go to another level in how they are processing what they are, what they're contemplating, because here's what happens, um, Ms. Tracy, it, people get into what I call the, um, the transformational dilemma. Okay. Mm. Now the transformational dilemma is when a person says, all right, I'm in a circumstance right now and I can't continue the way things are going financially. I cannot stay in this place because this place might be detrimental long-term. But at the same time, because of the uncertainty, because of, of the lack of, of information and then all of the things that are happening all at once, I might not know how to take the next step. So I know that I can't stay still, but I might not know how to take the next step. That is where this transformational dilemma comes in. And so, again, back to what I was saying earlier, we have to find something that really motivates us to stay true to self. And so this is how we get out of this transformational dilemma. We think about, well, what is what is my truth? What, what, is, what has God told me? What has God taught me? And one of the, the best ways that we can tap into is to look at the wisdom that God has given us over the years. You can go back and look at other scenarios, other timeframes when there were challenges, hard places, and then what happened in that process? What was, what was the mindset? Mm. And so here it is. Sometimes, you know, it's really just about us making this decision today that I'm going to take the next step. I might be scared about it. I might not know how it's going to turn out, but I'm going to take the next step. And that's what I would say to people right now. Take the next step, whatever it is. Sure, there's a lot of uncertainty going on, but you know what? you got to stay stay focused on moving. It's all about action. You know, we talk about even in even bodies of water, bodies of water in certain parts of the world, if that water stops moving, then it becomes stagnant. And then within stagnant waters, things die. Right. And so what I am suggesting here is that we do our best to kind of stay in the flow, stay in the state of action, stay in the state of doing something, always looking to take the next step and moving ourselves away from this transformational dilemma, but saying, no, I'm going to pursue my transformation. I'm going to go to what I believe God is telling me to go to. I'm going to do what God's telling me to do. And I'm going to do this with the faith that he's got mm. my back. I love it. I love that. I love that. Yeah. I, I love that. And what I, and what I love about it is I, I was, I've said this a few times, but one of the, the, the book that I wrote most recently, which was a compilation from the three years of two years of radio, then this, this YouTube uh, program, it's called our journey. Uh, the first book, the first radio show that I did was called our journey, our dreams to art and science of mm -hmm. being aware and getting there. So that was really about bridging the gap between knowing the thing and doing a thing. And you were saying when you don't know what to do, pause i like that you said pause first be still and then take that next right action 
take the next right action. Mm-hmm. So the book, the, the last book, the latest book that I've written is actually called Loving the Journey and Living the Dream. Very simple, right? I've identified mm-hmm. three strategic principles and what I call three transformational practices. And the principles are very, very similar to what you just said. Principle one is believe the thing, believe whatever it is you want to achieve. And then number two is to do it, to start doing it and keep doing it. And then to celebrate, principle three is to celebrate you're doing that thing. So when I think about this concept of, so thank you for that. And when I think about the concept of, of living your best life, loving the journey, even though it may not look the way you hope, but also living the dream, these principles are very, I mean, this is, this is, it's the principles from the Bible. These are principles from the, the some of the oldest, uh, most classic books. I mean, Wayne Dyer, all of the people that you would consider in the knowledge business, they talk about, you know, we get to shape our minds, the secret, this law of attraction, right? And so one of the, one of the things I know, Karima, that you said helps you to transform out of that transformational dilemma is your favorite poem that you called, Still I Rise. Now, that's one of my favorite ones, too, and I love how you perform it. So, Nathan, I'm going to ask you to zero in on my girl as she gives us another rendition of Still I Rise. Yes, Still I Rise. You may write me down in history with your bitter twisted lies. You may trod me in the very dirt, but still, like dust, I'll rise. Does my sassiness upset you? Why are you beset with gloom? Cause I walk like I've got oil wells pumping in my living room. Just like moons and like suns with the certainty of tides, just like hopes springing high, Still, I'll rise. Did you want to see me broken? Bowed head and lowered eyes, shoulders falling down like teardrops weakened by my soulful cries. Does my haughtiness offend you? Well, don't you take it awful hard, cause I laugh like I've got gold mines digging in my own backyard. You may shoot me with your words. You may cut me with your eyes. You may kill me with your hatefulness, but still, like air, I'll rise. Does my sexiness upset you? Does it come as a surprise that I dance like I've got diamonds at the meeting of my thighs? Out of the huts of history's shame, I rise. Up from a past that's rooted in pain, I rise. I'm a black ocean, leaping and wide, welling and swelling, I bear in the tide, leaving behind nights of terror and fear. I rise into a daybreak that's wondrously clear. I rise, bringing the gifts that my ancestors gave. I am the dream and the hope of the faith. And so, I rise. I rise. I rise. Mm, mm, mm. All right now. Still I rise. I miss Kariba Rainmaker Stewart. (laughs) OMG. Wow. That is, that's something else. 
Yeah. Devin, what are you I thinking right now? Did Dr. Tart join us? Did I hear you say Dr. Tart joined us? If so, um, please feel free to put her in, Nathan. Uh, you can take out, take away the the um, mission statement. Devin, what are you thinking about that? How do you feel after hearing that? I'm just kind of like taken aback. Uh, yeah, that that was that was good, Karima. That was that was um, that was something that was amazing. Still, I rise. You know. Um, I, I can't help but think about when Jesus was in the Garden of Gethsemane and he was agonizing, he was praying, and he was wanting his disciples to pray with him for at least an hour, right? He said, can't you just pray for an hour? He was just agonizing over the task that was before him. And he even prayed a prayer that day, that 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 moment that he felt the whole weight of what he was doing the whole purpose of it and he said father let this cup pass from me he said nevertheless not my will but your will to be done and so he understood that the love that he had based on the purpose and the why that he was doing it overrode the pain the struggle the weight mm -hmm of the circumstances. And so he rose, he got up, oh. he got up in that guy, even though they said his, his brow was, was swimming with like great drops of blood. But at the same time, he knew that because he loved us, that love mm -hmm. drove him to do what he had to do so that we could love him. And that, that was powerful. So when we talk about rising up, that is a great, example right there of what Miss Karima just described. And I and I, I I'm sorry, but I have to take it there because that is the ultimate rise up. Mm. No, because right. that's the ultimate Sunday, rise up. You better tell right the on, right yeah, on, the right ultimate on. rise up. Right? <laughs> Dr. Tar, I think you're on the phone only is what I'm hearing. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct. I'm on the phone. Dr. Tart, so for those of you who may not know, Dr. Tart has joined us she is uh, a, a registered clinical psychotherapist. Psychotherapist, uh, you've been doing it for forty years, but you're also yes. a believer. So you called yes. in on Resurrection Sunday, and you just heard Karima, who you know is amazing. She just mm -hmm. did. Still, I rise. Devin mm -hmm. mentioned his favorite poem, which which Karima also did, which was Invictus, right? The, the, the last two lines of that poem, which we obviously know and love, I am the master of my fate. I am the captain of my soul. So when we combine those types of sentiments around how we can really transform and live our best lives, what would you share? What would you share from a mental health perspective, from a divine inspiration perspective, when you take transformation, which is our theme for today, helping people to live their best life, Still I rise, still I rise. Yes, I, I came in when I was listening to the young man just uh, give an overview of um, Christ being in the Garden of Gethsemane. And uh, I have heard Victor though, so I can, can pull it from my memory, hopefully. You did an outstanding job. I don't know his name, so I just want you to know that I was sitting here saying amen in my head and shaking my head. But to <laughs> Thank how... Thank you. <laughs> that was just so on point. 
Um, and to that end, to that end, if it is that we truly believe that when Jesus got up and made that sacrifice out of obedience for us, for our sins, one who had no sin, we, I think that it's imperative that we ask ourselves, regardless of our difficulties or our circumstances, regardless of, of the place from whence we've come, do we choose not to rise? Because the bottom line boils down to our choices, because God created us with choice. We have everything that we need. And I know that it doesn't look like that sometimes. It doesn't even feel like that sometimes. Mm. But focus on where your focus is. If it is that you've already decided that you are less than, if, if, if it is that you already, if you've already decided that you're defeated, then you're defeated. But if you choose, if you choose to believe, just, just as was stated a moment ago, in what Christ did because he knew his Father and our, our, mm. our Father, he knew him and all of his confidence, all of his, 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 his goodness in terms of him not counting himself um, to be less than because he saw himself as being equal to God. And we know that he was a transformation. But the fact that because of his obedience, he made a conscious decision to do this. Can we see that making a conscious decision can give us what it is that we say that we're looking for, if it is that mm. we choose to focus on that and not be distracted? Because there will forever be distract, distractions. Mm. There will, they will be there, and they're there for a reason. They are there for a reason, and one of the reasons is to help us to be reminded, do we choose to trust God and his word, or do we choose to trust that experience that we are going through? So mm. from, a, uh, from a therapist's perspective, as well as from a Christian's perspective, we've got to recognize that God never promised us a rose garden. He never I promised see. us that we were going to be sugar and cream or whatever, but he promised us that if we are heirs to the throne, as is Christ, if Christ suffered... Do we not think that we will? And if we, and when we suffer, because we will, do we choose to rise? I love that. I'm just caught up in that. But do we choose to make a conscious decision to do what he has given us? Uh, Jeremiah says that he said that he knows what he planned for us. Do we choose to believe that? Or do we think that it was for somebody else? Mm, If we take it it and we put it on, then I think that we can rise above whatever the consequences. And let me just say this little piece, uh, uh, Tracy, mine is not going to look like yours. Right. Yours is not going to look like mine. Okay? Right. We've got to be real right. in that regard. Okay? So that's you what know I would you're right. that. So I, you see, all heads are, 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 are nodding. <laughs> I'm, looking at the, I'm looking at the live view. All heads are nodding with what you said. Karima, either you or Devin, uh, either of you like to respond and add on Again, today's all about transformation. Today's all about gifting our listening mm-hmm. and viewing audience with insights on how to get to the next level. Please, mm-hmm. I'm open. Anything no, I, th- I think it's, I think it's um, you know, Dr. Chart was spot on and Devin was spot on. And, you know, the thing with rising up is oftentimes, you know, we don't, sometimes we don't know we have a choice. Um, we get so caught up mm-hmm. in the collective consciousness of, you know, woe is me, or um, I wish things were different. We're influenced mm. by the people that are in our lives who may be feeling down and out and anxious and depressed and sad and all those things. And so we start to think, well, that's just the way you deal with trials and tribulations. Mm-hmm. Now, if you are, uh, you know, a Christian and a believer, because you can be a Christian and not a believer, 
Come on. Um, just saying, right. you, you, we, we mm-hmm. read the word, but do we believe the word, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so right. Um, when if we are a believer and we believe what God says, then we know we have a choice and we operate in that choice. And we do our best to reach for the highest, most godly, most righteous thought in our times of, of stress and tribulation. But a lot of people don't realize they actually have a choice on how they're going to interpret the set of events that has, you know, that's going on in this world, right? Because we, we're looking to CNN and ESPN and Facebook and, and the believers mm-hmm. are like, I'm looking at God. See. Uh-huh. I'm going to be informed on this plane, mm-hmm. but I'm going to intentionally make sure that I'm staying connected to um, the God in heaven and the spiritual economy and the spiritual plane, because I need to remember who I am. Otherwise, hanging out down here, I'll forget. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> what, I, what I hear you all saying, saying is, exactly, uh-huh. it's about like not being distracted. I heard Dr. Tart use the word distracted. Right. Dev and I talk, each, each of you all talk about being intentional. That's like a primary, that's a theme of this show, is about being mm-hmm. intentional. I only bring on intentional people who have words of wisdom to share with us about how do you look beyond the current circumstance that we're in? How do you focus on something that's bigger than me? That's mm-hmm. why I bring you all on, because you all have a story, you all have a message about focusing on something that's bigger than me. So you're each here to help others to achieve their goals, to achieve their dreams, to actually just find peace. Sometimes it's just as easy as getting through today with joy, getting through the day with peace. That in itself is a gift, right? Mm -hmm. You bring people on and focus on mental health and the the value of mental health. Devin, your head is nodding. Yes, sir. You you, you and I had some really deep conversations about how to get there. How do you bridge the gap between knowing that the circumstance is not the end that you do have well, a choice. You, yes 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 and i want to say dr tart thank you so much um, that was powerful perspective you gave i appreciate that karima you too as well tracy you're bringing it all together and let me say this it's really all about what something dr miles monroe would say and he was like there are too many people that go to the grave full. Mm. They, 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 they haven't totally emptied out mm. all of their potential. They haven't totally contributed to society or they haven't totally maxed out what God has given them. And so when, when I think about that, and I'm, and I'm tying this into what we're talking about right now, this, this, this transformation, this journey to get to this other place, you know, and choosing to go there, it, it, it begs me to ask myself a question. How do I come before God and not use what he gave me to use to live with? How could I get there? Because, you know, we, we are all looking to hear the two words, well done. Well done. Right? We're, we're, looking, well done. we're looking to hear well done that good and faithful servant. That means that I got to have done something to hear well done. <laughs> so, right, I have it's to put something in well, motion. It's well done. You take <laughs> yeah, exactly. action, you've been intentional, you, you, right. you, you've actually found out what he put you on this earth to do. And you've exactly. taken action to move in that direction. I, I love that. <laughs> There's nothing more profound to your point. 
well wow. done is the goal of all of us. So <laughs> would it be great that we, if we all could end our experience during this pandemic and being able to say, well done, that I've lived my best life during this time, that I, that I exceeded my own expectations around how mm -hmm. I might, might, you know, respond for my family or, you know, as, as it relates to my personal growth. What did Bruce say uh, in a prior session? He mentioned how, you know, self-isolation can be your, your gateway to self-discovery. So how many of us want to, you know, decide, can we decide today? Can we just start a bigger than me? I call this the bigger than me movement. It's a bigger than me moment. Every mm -hmm. time you do something that is going to move you closer to the goals that you have in life or to the, the destiny, the purpose that yeah. you know you were put here for, that's a bigger than me moment. Yeah. When you move mm -hmm. in that direction, yeah. can we all say that that is, that's how we measure success during this mm -hmm. pandemic, that I was able to move closer to why I was put on this earth. I was able to respond better. I was able to bring joy to someone else because it's so mm -hmm. much bigger than me. Can I get an amen? Amen. Amen, amen. amen. <laughs> what, what advice would you share? Come on, we're going to continue to build on this closing the gap for individuals mm -hmm. to, to move to a place where they are able to say, well done. Because I, I think Karima, you, you're one of the first individuals. When I said to you, you're always smiling and happy and reciting poetry and you got a voice you can sing. But when you said to me, you said, Tracy, you know, we were talking and you said just earlier that day, you were in tears. Tell mm -hmm. me how you transitioned. This is the fact that you're willing to be so open Right? We mm -hmm. need for people to recognize that it's okay not to be okay. We're not That's saying right. don't pretend that these circumstances are not your circumstances. Right. It's mm -hmm. not, it's not a matter of pretending, right? It's yeah. not right. a matter of, it's about choosing. Yes, and. Mm -hmm. Yes, I am yeah. on unemployment. Yes, my, I don't know, loved yeah. one may have passed away. I mean, whatever the, I mean, we have a lot of horrible things happening to people. Yeah. Like, hey, I mean, this show, mm -hmm. our focus is about focusing on things that are bigger than me. How do we get to that next level, that next mental focus? Yeah. I How mean, it's all there when you're, when you're struggling. Oh, it's a dance. It's, it's, it's a tango. <laughs> <laughs> it's one giant tango dance. Um, well, the, what I, the example that I was giving you the other day of, you know, I really believe in the reality. We are living in the reality and the duality. And the reality is that, yes, COVID-19 is so real. Yes, you know, people are losing their lives. Yes, this is exposing so much about, you know, our life uh, globally, nationally, um, individually, collectively. I mean, like, there is just so much <laughs> that's going on right now, and that is real. And so we get to be in that space, but we don't have to stay in that space, right? And so the, the, the reality is that those are the things that are happening around us. The duality is that I am a child of the most high. I am part spirit living in this human world. I am powerful and infinite. And I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So how do I dance with those two situations, right? And so one night I'm on my floor crying out to God saying the vision that you have given me is too much for me to carry by myself. I need you. Mm. Right. I need you. I, I, I'm gonna need you. I need you to take out, take over. Like this is where my human self ends. Yeah. And I need you to continue to remind me of who I am in you, through you, for you. 
And so my prayer has been, you know, God, please, you know, decrease my humanity, elevate my divinity so that I can really walk in the world powerfully as the real me. And the real me is I am God's child made in his image. Hello. <laughs> I can do anything. Yeah. Just, I don't care. COVID who? COVID what? <laughs> like, I love yeah. that. you know what I mean? Decrease, you said decrease my humanity. humanity and my elevate divinity. my divinity. Yeah. Decrease uh-huh. my humanity, elevate my divinity so that I can walk in the world powerfully as the real me. And the real me is I am God's child. Hello. I have overcome, <laughs> right? I have already overcome. That's why right. this poem, Still I Rise, is so important. Because you're like, no matter what, 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 what the part I like about that was, does my, do you do you want to see me broken, bowed yes, head and lowered yes. eyes? Right, meaning I know it's a problem. I know we got some issues, but if you move on down, it basically says I'm going to leave behind nights of terror and fear. I rise into a daybreak that's wonderfully clear. I rise, bringing the mm-hmm. gifts. Come and on now, bringing those gifts. So let, let's talk about mm-hmm. that. Let's talk about what you you just you just talked about. You basically just helped. This is what we do with this show, right? It's about bridging the gap between knowing a thing and doing a thing. It's about bringing those mm-hmm. things together, creating the reality that you want to see. Mm-hmm. You said minimize my humanity, elevate my- Decrease divinity. my humanity, elevate my divinity so that I can walk in the world powerfully as the real mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that. And the our ability to dance in those two worlds is what um, a gentleman named, by the name of Peter Senge calls personal mastery. So you can master the self when you're able to acknowledge the current reality, but also play in the spiritual realm, play in your vision, play in the vision that God has given to you and holding on to that. And so it's 2020, 2020 vision is perfect vision. And right now people have having trouble adjusting their lenses. Their, their glasses are a little fog and they, they don't know, you know, they don't know how to like, you know, dust them off and, and, and regroup and pivot and adjust the lens and just, you, you still get to have your vision. You still get to have the vision that God has gave to you. It just looks a little different now. Love that. Devin, when you and I spoke, I know you, I see your head shaking. When you and I spoke, you had very, a very similar message related to increasing your divinity, finding that, that, that strength on the inside when it doesn't look like you have what it takes. We talked about finding the flow. What did you say when somebody's really in the flow when you're finding your purpose? Tell me about yes. that. Well, here it is. And you know, I love this conversation. But to me, it's it's the distinction between motivation and inspiration. And as I was saying earlier, I said we gotta be still and we gotta get to our truth. We gotta get to that place and hear his voice. But here's the thing. If we are motivated, that means we have a feeling, a feeling that says, I want to do something. Well, that can change like the weather, okay? That motivation goes up and down. You know, they did a study in the 70s, uh, Prochaska, the, the five stages of change, which is all about the different motivation levels. So when I think about that, I said, okay, motivation comes and goes based on what we're experiencing, but inspiration when we are in that place, when we are still before God and we're listening for his voice and we're saying, you are the potter, I am the clay, show me how to be the clay today. What does the clay need to do today? What, how do I need to be formed today? 
so that I can fit into your will, your purpose, your destiny. See, I can't do that in and of myself because I didn't create it. All I can do is ask. I have to ask the creator. So that's where inspiration comes in. And when something inspires you, it that's actually spirit. That is the spirit, your soul and your spirit or your spirit woman coming through, connecting with God, and then now you're moving forth. Now, here's how I tell the difference. When you're motivated to do something, you go out and do it, but as soon as you get tired, you're going to stop, okay? But here's the deal. When you are inspired to do something and you're driven by something that's so it's tangible that God gave you, you could be as tired as all get out, but you're <laughs> still going to keep going. You're still going to roll. You're still going to get up. You're still going to get the task done because the thing that inspires you is what's giving you the, gen- the energy to continue to move, to continue to mm. function. And that's where we got to get to in, in this season. We got to find the inspiration. And so that's mm. how I tie it in together. Find that I inspiration. I see, I see heads yeah. nodding. Devin, <laughs> we love you. Okay. We are, yes, yes, and yes. Heads okay. are all nodding. We are 100% aligned. This concept of inspiration, that's from within. That, that's coming from a bigger place. It's bigger than us. Yeah, right? bigger than us. It's when we're right. able to look beyond our circumstances and actually move to another level. Uh, Kareem, I see you you, you uh, chopping at the bit. <laughs> Oh no, I was just I was just nodding along. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you like yes and yes. Amen. Yes. Yeah. Well the inspiration is is a is a powerful word because it's from um the Latin inspirare and it means mm-hmm. to breathe into, you yes. know. So it's literally breath. Right. Right. And so when we talk about inspire others, it's like yes. We are literally breathing into, and when we are inspired, the Holy Spirit is breathing into us so that we can breathe into others. Because if we don't have breath as human beings, what happens? We die. We die. (laughs) We die. (laughs) So if we don't have breath, we die. Just like if we don't have vision, we perish, right? Mm -hmm. So we have to have inspiration to, to, to see again, to have new perspective, to really be in our 2020 vision. I, I love that. Is this not the fastest hour of your life? We have less than five minutes left in this show. This was exactly the conversation, the wow. nuggets of the conversation that I wanted to have. Dr. Tart, I could hear you in the background. I could hear your amen corner as he was talking about <laughs> the inspiration and the, the divine connection that actually can pull you forward. I mean, that's the show for me. I mean, we've had this conversation numerous times. Bigger Than Me is all about, it's my divine inspiration, right? This is not about me. I never worry about who's going to be on the show. I never worry about how it's going to work out because it ain't for me. This, this, this is not for me. It's so much bigger than me, right? If someone has brought, if God said, this is what I need for you to do right now, to bring people forth, to bring forth a conversation that's going to elevate, elevate people's spirit, give them exactly what they need to use this time for their self-improvement, to help others. That's what this show is all about. So I could not be more excited about this conversation. Dr. Tart, is there any final words of wisdom that you want to share from a, as a mental health professional, any final words that you want to share with individuals around how do they continue to get to the next level. I heard Devin say the difference between motivation is when you feel a certain way 
right? You're motivated mm-hmm. until you don't feel like doing it and then you're not motivated anymore. But inspiration is from the inside out. So how do you, Dr. Chart, on the radio, listen, call it in. Can you tell us what final advice would you share from a mental health perspective on how to move to that next level when you don't feel like it, when things don't feel good or look good? Any advice? I'm moving to the next level, finding that inspiration, getting that life breathed into you? Mm-hmm. I would encourage you, um, as has been said before me, that in looking for that inspiration, the one thing that came to my mind when each of the other people were talking is about self-love. And I think Karina said something that sometimes you may not have been taught or given permission to do that, but, it, but because God did. We may not have grown up in circumstances where that may have been a commonplace uh, dynamic for us to embrace, but God gave us permission to love ourselves because he created us. And, and, and to um, the young man, I'm sorry about names, um, but when he quoted Dennis, when he was, uh, uh, when he was talking about uh, I'm the potter and you're the clay, that, again, he created us for his purpose. So my point, my one point to make it short, is that we have to pay attention to self-love in order to continue that motivation because the road will be hard. Accept that. Accept that on the front end. But hard doesn't mean uh, that you can't conquer it. It doesn't, it doesn't mean that. And if you, if there, if, because you know that you are worthy because Christ died. He got up, okay? He got mm. up, right? He got up, and he did what he needed to do because of obedience. Because he died for us, we are worthy. So let's use that. Let's not be uh, like the guy who had five, two, one talents and the one with the one talent went and buried his. Let's believe that because whatever it is that he has given us, he gave it to us for us, mm. for us, but he gave it to us to show if we believe in him. He wants us to be it. obedient. He wants to be obedient, rather, to him. I he wants it. us, as Lena was saying, he wants us to pray every day. He says, pray without ceasing. He wants us to open up to him and ask him for whatever it is that he needs. And he says, if, it's within my, if it's within my will, you'll get it. But don't come to me doubting, because if you come half-stepping, you aren't going to get it. That's, that's what All I would right. say. So we have one minute left. I'm going to ask Karima, you get 30 seconds. Devin, you get the next 30 seconds. Karima, any final words? As we, we just mentioned, right, our goal is to help people get to the next level. Any final words of wisdom? 30 seconds. Um, I just echo what Dr. Dr. Hart said about, you know, self-love. Self-love is just so important. And um, it's almost kind of like, it's almost arrogant of us to not love ourselves because we're created in God's image. And mm-hmm. like, how are you going to not love what God created? Like, how arrogant is that? <laughs> so, right. um, so, yeah, continue to pour yep. into yourself and breathe into others. If you um, if you aren't breathing into yourself and spending time with the Spirit, be hard to breathe into others. So I love it. I love it, Devin. You get the last fifteen seconds. Yeah. No, I would just say, you know, first of all, just echoing what everybody has said today, and just you know, just do this. Do what God has intended for you to do. That's it. If we conform to the purpose that we were created, that's where we're going to meet success. Right mm. there, regardless of circumstances. I love it. Did you hear that? This is bigger than me, y'all. It's way bigger (laughs) than me. We just say it's bigger than your circumstances. You get to make a choice to rise. You get to make a choice to rise. This is Tracy Harrell, and I am just grateful to be in a position to bring such amazing guests on to help each of you during this really difficult time. Hear the message. The message is you have a choice. 
you have a choice. We're going to continue to bring this type of messaging to you. And remember, we're going to put our hands out. We say one thing, you guys, it's bigger than me, baby. 